Welcome to GNT, your one-stop shop for gaming news and whatever else we want to talk about. I'm Nick. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to start, there was an Xbox One update that's available. Uh, we talked about it before. It allows you to customize your dashboard, improves the community section, uh, and then also updates the streaming with Mixer. It will sense your bandwidth while streaming and upgrade the video to 1080p if possible for you. Uh, and you can also use USB webcams while streaming, which is nice. Um, and it will also prepare 4K enhanced and other options for the Xbox One X that's coming. Um, I just downloaded it real quick today before I came over, and I generally I like it. I'm still kind of figuring it out. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's going to take a little bit to get used to. Yeah, but yeah. I do like it, it. It it is a little more streamlined than hitting like the A button mm -hmm. twice to get back to the dashboard. You know, you can just kind of get back here quicker. And um, the friends tab, it's a little weird getting used to where the friends tab is yeah. but it's overall i think it's you know it's neat that they're trying to improve it and taking it you know in a new direction mm -hmm. um kind of things you kind of like to see them do you know it's not yeah. like you know they're just saying oh, that's good enough you know it's like how can we improve it or how can we streamline it or and that uh i think the overall experience is more user friendly yeah yeah i do too and the one thing i really like is that you can uh you can pin a game to your dashboard or your home, and then it gives you like a almost like a whole screen for it. Like I did Friday the 13th, and then I scroll down on Friday the 13th, I can play it as streams are going on, as achievements, and it's kind of cool. Well, it's kind of like, <clears throat> I don't, don't want to save this too long, but it's kind of like the PS4. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that too. you scroll that down, and you get all that content, which I think is handy, and mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a neat thing, so. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of PS4, I almost thought about getting rid of mine. Oh, yeah? I just, I don't have enough time. I've said it time and time again. I just, there, I mean, I have a lot of AAA content that I'd love mm. to be playing on it. I just have not the desire nor the time to be, you know, not, not that it helps that I just got another game, which we'll yeah. talk about a little later, but it's one of those things where it's just, I don't know. I know. Well, it's with that game you got, I looked at it and saw it was out, and I was like, I just like I said, I just I have other games I'd, I want to play right now. And you got, it's hard. And then yeah. I, I made the commitment today. I, I canceled um, Assassin's Creed. I ended up pulling the trigger and canceling it. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it looks good. I just don't think I have the time, nor yeah. the, nor the desire to kind of, uh, um, which we'll talk about this a little later, but. Um, it's just like I said, time management, and it's just getting tougher and tougher these <laughs> days. So. Uh, and then For Honor is now running a Halloween event, and I saw they had a short video about it. Um, basically, I think they added skeletons that you fight instead of you know normal people. Uh, there were werewolves, zombies, and stuff. And it looked like there might be new abilities. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Um, it looked fun. I actually started downloading For Honor just to try it out again. But it's running from. Oh, that's right. You you did buy it. Mm. See, I didn't. I didn't buy it. I was. I, I mean, I I liked the combat and stuff, but <clears throat> I forget what I was playing at the time, and I and I didn't do it. I, well, I remember we played the beta, and it was fun. But then after the game came out, I just didn't have any desire to really play it. Yeah, it's it's tough, and and the, and that's kind of the problem I see in some of these games. We get these games, and we're playing them for the first little bit, but then we just can't get our schedules to line up where we're playing them. And they kind of lose that. And if you if you don't have other people, I mean, if it's one thing like we both got Destiny, we played it a little bit together, and then I had other people that were playing it. But yeah. 
if you don't have those people online playing it, it's hard to jump on there and kind of do some of the content because it gets kind of old. I mean, especially mm-hmm. in the end game of Destiny 2, it, it's just the grind is just so prevalent and it's kind of monotonous to the point where it just takes the fun out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that event is running from the 19th until November 2nd. Uh, there are other Halloween events just to throw out there. Uh, the Rocket League Haunted Hallows overwatch i remember they had a big halloween oh, thing yeah. last year yeah. um their terror event in uh junkenstein's revenge hearthstone heroes of the storm and world of warcraft all have the hallows end uh thing elder scrolls online has a witches festival and then the minecraft has uh, their minecraft spooktacular i think it's i think it's good that companies do that it's kind mm-hmm. of just a little bit a little extra thing that just kind of makes it kind of like if you, oh yeah, they're doing a Halloween event, might, might make you jump on and play that game yeah. again. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, and Blizzard's always good for, oh, yeah. for doing that. Um, another game that uh, is having a Halloween thing is Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh. They are having Halloween content and new masks and vehicles and uh, a number of different thing, new play modes. And so, hmm. looks looks pretty, you know, once again, free content. So. Yep. Can't, can't frown on that. Yeah, that was always one of my favorite things about World of Warcraft, where they're, I love their uh, holiday events. They're just, yeah, there was one, the Brew, the brew, brew Festival. Fest. Yeah. yeah. I remember that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was really, you did those dungeons, and you did the instances, and you got the special brew gear. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, there was a Headless Horseman, too. Was, I think that was part of the, the Halloween thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. There was a whole cool. big quest, and you could get costume and a sword and mm-hmm. and so, yeah and that, once again that's a game that kind of freshens it up on the holidays and adds those things so you know it's kind of like oh i want to get this this year or go for you know your you know the different items that they offer so oh, yeah he kept setting that house on fire <clears throat> and we had to put it out with yeah you yeah. had to go get the buckets of water and put it out um activision it, I think it started this pattern like a couple years ago, but I think it, uh, there was just a description released for it or something recently. It's for a system that drives microtransactions in multiplayer video games. And the description specifies that, quote, the system may match a more expert marquee player with a junior player to encourage the junior player to make game-related purchases of, of items possessed by the marquee player. So basically... If you're just starting the game, this system, if they use it, would put you in with people who have, like they were uh, talking about Battlefront 2, and they have those cards that you can use. So if like you're flying around and someone takes you out and shows they have all these gold cards, and then it's like, oh man, I need to you know, buy some cards, and you know they get better. So this system would take you, or like as a potential to use your loadout, like if you're playing a Battlefield and you're sniping, and you're just starting out, and it, it would put you against other people with high-level sniper gear to try to get you to uh, to kind of advertise that gear to you. To uh, I bet you they're already doing that, because that seems like what happens to me. I'm like, I yeah. want to get that shit. And then I spend hundreds of dollars, and I don't get it. And then I get really mm. mad. Mm. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. But, it, it that, I mean, that's a clever marketing ploy. I think it's probably illegal. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess they're not pointing the, 
the proverbial gun to your head no, if you no. purchase those microtransactions. But I, I mean, they're just being like, here it is. Yeah, you just have to buy it. Pretty damn tempting. <laughs> yeah. Activision has said that they're not using this in any of their games yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were just hold the patent. So, of course, a lot of people were uh, getting kind of upset about it. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's, a, it's a shitty tactic. I mean, I mean, you pay X amount of dollars for the game as it is, and if 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 you're able to pay to win, mm-hmm. kind of like that is implying, then that's even shittier. Right. You know, um, typically they try to limit microtransaction to cosmetic items, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's still annoying yeah. because you can have all your the other gear be. I mean, and this is all a matter of opinion, but you can have stuff that looks like shit. And then have really cool looking items that are behind a paywall. And of course, you know, some people, if you're going to invest, you know, you already invest $60 of your money into the game itself. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to invest hundreds of hours in it, of course, if you can make your character aesthetically pleasing, you're going to do that. You yeah. Know? So yeah. if that means by spending more money, then, you know, they got you by the short hairs on that. So. Yeah, for me, the issue lies is. Is if you can only get like uh, guns or something by buying them. If you can unlock them naturally, then I'm not as upset about th- this system. But like I say, if there's stuff that you can only buy, then that's where I would I would say it would, it would a, annoy me. Yeah, I mean I'm a sucker for customization. Mm. I mean I really like just the options and stuff and and and. Uh, I've been guilty of it, like in uh, Destiny. I mean, the one time I, I was buying silver just to buy, just to try to get a shader, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty silly, but I mean, for me, I was like, I, I you know, just, all right, five more bucks. I want to get that shader. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's kind of, I think, the kind of the idea that, you know, maybe they're using, but it's, I mean, it's effective. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I've already put in more money in silver than I did into the initial game, so... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not happy about it, but I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, you you invest money, you, and I think this is that's kind of a shady thing because it's it's not like it's easy to get some of those items, and if you don't pay to get more, it was kind of like um, Fortnite mm. with the, with their loot llamas. I mean, you really needed to to spend money in order to get. <clears throat> ahead and to progress in that and that was really frustrating because the the grind wasn't there the it was a standstill if you didn't spend money you literally got to a standstill and then you lost the desire to play the game you know right Uh, yeah it seems like to me that i mean of course these are businesses they want to make money but it's like they have to find the middle ground where they can make money off the players without making them too upset. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, I just... I mean, and, and we talk about this game all the time, and this game has found that happy medium. And I really think it's it's beyond the happy medium, because if you think yeah, about yeah. Grand Theft Auto is a game that has offered countless DLC content, whether it be vehicles or new content, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend money to make money. You can right. spend money and, and, and kind of get... A little bit of instant gratification, but mm. the game doesn't require you. Everything that you can get in that game, you can earn 100%. Yeah, if you want to yeah. spend money and take a little bit of a shortcut, you can do that, but it doesn't hold it against you, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it's a game that 
they give you the content for free. They don't make you, they don't force you into that paywall. You know what I mean? You can earn everything that you get. So it's not like you're forced to pay money to get the items to be competitive in that game. Right. It's not like that. And, um, and it's all, and it has so much to offer right off the start where a lot of these games, you get them and like, uh, the division, I'll use it as an example. I love the game, but they added the two expansions were more or less game modes that a lot of people felt should have been included with the game. They weren't expansions per se, as they were just at or just um, new game modes. Mm-hmm. So people like I bought the season pass. I didn't. I didn't do survival. I haven't played survival once. So for me, that was a waste. Um, the underground I did, um, which. It was fun, but it was short-lived. It wasn't like it was a DLC that really expanded this. It, it expanded the story in a in a little bit of the sense, but it really, all in all, that was a waste of money right. for for that game. And and the thing is, is I think it, it's becoming that point that some developers kind of do that, kind of take that route and add that additional content. After the fact, it should have been included with the game, or mm. or isn't really worthy of an expansion, you know. And I, and uh, it's funny because at first I was really pleased with Destiny Two, and I was and I, too. And the more I got, I got to the end game stuff pretty quick. I grinded pretty hard, mm. and I've been playing it for quite a while, putting a lot of time in on it. But it's it's really kind of the end game content isn't there yeah and what is there is kind of lackluster i mean it doesn't like the the campaign felt like a sequel the the Mm -hmm. end game stuff does not feel like it's worthy of the destiny 2 title at all because a lot of the guns are reskins and and there's just not enough that i mean i've got you can get everything the game has to offer pretty easily and it doesn't look there's not a lot to differentiate that kind of stuff, so it's kind of mm. frustrating. Um, so I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I think it has to get. We have to get control of it as as the gaming community. Mm-hmm. Um, it has kind of wheeled itself back in a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it 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 was going down a real bad path mm-hmm. with like. Um, first-person shooters and that kind of got nipped in the ass Mm -hmm. but i think it's still kind of a problem because there's still a lot of this content like a game coming out like assassin's creed i don't think assassin's creed should have a season pass i think that game should have all the content that 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 is available or or planned for it part be part of it Mm -hmm. it's not like you know like it was okay with like the map packs for like the color or like the first person shooters, which mm-hmm. they got kind of out of control because they limited your number of maps. Yeah. And then, you know, you, they knew they had maps in the works or had maps done and they were just releasing them at a later date. So that's kind of a, that's why I was saying about getting a wheel on that. But right. like, the content for um, Assassin's Creed, that should all be open. It, 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 should be there at the beginning i, I don't right. you know 
I, I don't know. I just think that these, I think every game, and so many games are coming out with, like, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, had a season pass. Yeah. Yeah. Worthless. You know, we <laughs> played through the main content, and I didn't play the, the other two expansions. You know why? Because my character didn't carry over. What the hell do I want to invest all my time <laughs> into a character, and then, okay, here's a generic one, and you get all these cool weapons that you can't use in the main game. That mm-hmm. is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. You know, at least the division, whenever they introduced those new things, they had new gear that you could get, and that was still usable on your character, even if you didn't partake. And you could get it, even if you didn't partake in those necessarily particular events. You could still gain that equipment and still gain use of it. So there was that part of it. But, like, I just don't understand, you know. Right. Well, like with Fallout 3, they did uh, they did the one, like the Pittsburgh thing, and then the Alaskan. They had those DLCs, but you went in with your character and you could get the equipment, do the story, and then come back into the main game. Yeah, oh, yeah, and those were epic. And oh, they those even, were awesome. They even, they even uh, like, the content for Fallout 3 was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the content for Oblivion. It was... They uh, had, they had uh, the two I'm thinking of, there was one, there was the Knights of the Nine. Which, yeah. Which was, it, like, it was... Oh, yeah, they had big, they had that vampire one. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a uh, that was a big yeah. They had some cool and 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 we don't get that these days. We do not get that kind of content. I mean, those mm. are two big examples. I mean, Fallout Three and Oblivion are the quintessential. Um, that stuff was worthy. Oh yeah, of DLC, that a- and that was that was an expansion. I mean, mm-hmm. those were truly expansions of the game. They expanded the game. They. You know, there was new gear, there was new content, it was story-driven. You know, and I they, get, okay, I guess you can have content for Assassin's Creed that's story-driven. Mm-hmm. But it's just not on the same scale. Well, here's the thing. With Oblivion, they had the full game, and they release it, and then like a couple years later, they come out and say, okay, we have this separate story, we're going to add on. And I'm fine with that. But whenever they announce the game, and at day one they're saying, okay, we have this part of the game, and then you can buy this part of the game. Then you can buy this part. Of the game. Well, it's like, yeah, it's not even. It's not even. It's it's already pre-planned yeah, additional yeah. content. Where it's, it's like, if you know that you're gonna do it, just put it just in. Just put it in, or give it to the people whenever you finish it up. It's but, like they're breaking up the game and saying, okay, they'll, they can buy this and then this and then well, this. Well, and, and then also, are they using it to? Okay, you do a beta. You think the game's good. You mm-hmm. release the game. Then you have these pre-planned expansions where, okay, we're not gonna release them till this time and then at this time we can implement these changes to, to to tweak the game you know to the point where players are going to like it you know and right i i think like there's balancing issues and i think that you can't wait you can't wait to to um you can't wait to to balance these games out you really gotta you gotta be on it mm-hmm. you know especially like a game like like Destiny, I mean, it, it it did really well. The initial release was huge. So why not, as soon as you can identify those problems, get to the, the grindstone and hammer them out and, 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 and give the public what they want, you know? It, because it is, I mean, the, the player base is definitely dropping off. I mean, I can look at my friends list, and there was people that were on all the time and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's just dropping like flies, yeah. you know? And it's like... That's not a that's not advantage to you to lose players like that. No. Don't you want to give them, a, or do you only care about? The, okay, I already got your money. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, we're done. That's kind of what it looks like. At least with like the division, they're still working on it. 
You know, mm-hmm. here it is over a year later, and they're still trying to, to polish it. And my thing is, is if they can take all those things that they've done in the division and put it into the division two, I think it'll do great because yeah. they really are making the changes that needed to be made. So it's like one of those things where, as a developer, if they're growing, if they're really taking that, but like Bungie kind of, we talked about this last week, they went backwards. They, they had the Destiny 1, then they made changes after the various expansions, so you would think that, that some of the things you saw at the end game of Destiny 1 would be right off the start in Destiny 2, but yeah. they didn't. They, revert, they went back to the, the, the old ways, and it's kind of like, okay, well, why did you do that? <laughs> if you thought that was the, the way to go and how you left it with Destiny 1, why would you think that to go back to the way that people didn't like was the way to go with Destiny 2. I just, I don't understand these developers. And I guess, I know. you know, like said time and time again, people that are making a lot more money than me to make these decisions are making these decisions. Yeah. So uh, they must have studies and, and information to justify that kind of move. I don't know. I don't know. And then, oh, remember the, the Shea Gorath DLC for Oblivion? That was, that was like one of my favorite DLCs of all time. You go in, there's like this uh, little island with the portal on it. You go in, you go into the, I forget what he was, the prince of, oh. one of the Daedric princes of something. Of Oh, uh, oh was it, was it, it was a Daedric prince one. Yeah. But and didn't they have that different, he like, like, like the god, god of these like, like crazy shit. Yeah. Faces. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah, I forget what all was involved with that, but I wouldn't mind going back and playing through that again. I'll tell you what, that's a game that they should do a remaster oh. of. That and Fallout 3. Yeah. I mean, Fallout 3, I, I've loved Fallout 3. I mean, I had my town in Megaton, or Megaton, yeah. and, you know, I had it all organized, and I had all my guns in that I used to repair some of my all signature weapons that I had, yeah. all, you know. I mean, that game was just, and I just loved walking around in it. It was so good, and it didn't feel like you had to collect every single item because you might have to craft something down the road. <laughs> you had a few items for crafting, and it was a good balance, and I don't, I just don't understand what what the natural progression was to go to like Super Deluxe Collector and and Skyrim and, yeah. and uh, Fallout Four. I, mean, I like Skyrim, but as many remastered Skyrims as we get, well, can we get an Oblivion? Like, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> what what game did they just came out with that was going to be remastered for the Xbox One? Morrowind, I think. No. Oh, really? This or maybe they count Morrowind for online. Yeah, thing. yeah, they did. That's what I'm thinking of. I'll think of it. Just keep okay. going. Uh, next, there is, I just thought it was a cool uh, thing. They made a transparent LCD panel, side panel for a PC. And I'll pull this up real quick. Um Make sure we can see that. So the inside they have oh crap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the inside they have uh the computer, but then they made like for this example they made this look like a little stage area. And then if you go up and play it they have a thing at first. No way. <laughs> That's just on the side of the PC. No way. <laughs> I 
I just thought that was kind of cool. Mind blown. <laughs> I don't know if I would buy that, but oh I don't know. man, that'd cool. be pretty pricey. Probably. That'd be pretty kick ass. That's crazy. I mean, eventually, eventually, they're probably gonna have video games that you can play on the side of your computer. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it, it'll go. I mean, we'll see. Virtual reality or augmented reality go super mainstream yeah. before it's all said and done. Yeah. Um. Kind of was really cool. That was cool. Uh, Punisher, the the uh, release date has finally been announced, and it'll be November seventeenth, the same day as Justice League. Hmm, which, which one will I watch? <laughs> decisions, decisions. I'll probably I, binge watch Punisher. Oh, I, I'd like, I'd still like to see Justice League, but oh man, I can't wait. If for you Punisher. buy my ticket, I'll go see Justice League. But that's about the only damn way. <laughs> I'm excited for both, but I mean, man, if I remember earlier in the year, DC released the, the Justice League trailer, and there was a little hype for it, but then like immediately after, Marvel released the Thor trailer, trailer, and it just blew it out of the water, and now we're getting the Justice League time again, and they're like, mm, we'll just push Punisher back right to Justice League. <laughs> I mean, if, if there are any people that were on the fence about seeing Justice League, I imagine they'll be staying home and watching Punisher well, now. Well, the, but... the thing is, is Punisher's uh, on Netflix, and it's you can watch it anytime. Yeah, Do you want to yeah. watch it immediately? Yes. It, the problem is, is I'll, I'm going to have a hard time <clears throat> slapping down $10 to see the Justice League. I mean, that's just, uh, it's just, it's tough. I mean, it doesn't really excite me. I mean. I'm excited for it. I just, I don't I just know. find that hilarious that they, they did that. The well, same. they needed they, they needed to do at least one or two more origin story movies. I agree. Cyborg or Aquaman Flash. or The Flash deserve their own movie. Going in with... You didn't have that in the Marvel. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You know? you had, All your characters were established. You kind of got their origin stories out of the way. Yeah. You know? And, okay, here's how they come together. Now you're kind of going to go in and... If you didn't watch the what was the Flash? The, they brought the Flash from what Netflix? Or was no, it? they he had a TV show, but this is a completely separate. Oh, it's a new Flash. Flash. Oh well, then there goes that. I thought this was the Flash from. Which yeah, I thought, yeah. So okay, well then I didn't like that. Well, so case in point, you've got three new characters that are you going to do? So it's, I can tell you probably a big bulk of that movie is the first part is going to be either an origin story for all three of those characters, an origin story for at least one, and a little bit of backstory for two, or mm-hmm. something of that nature. Yeah. But you're going to take too much time out of building the team and kicking ass and taking names because you've got to introduce three new characters into the, the DC universe, whereas if you'd have done origin movies mm. and not rushed it, you know, I just... No, I definitely like the Marvel the Marvel way. I mean, they made the several movies, which were good movies on their own, and got you to really like the characters, and then it's like, okay, now we're, now as a bonus, you, they get to you know fight together. And, and, and you had the Superman movies, which, okay, you've had, what, three Superman? Well, you had super, the first two, and then Superman versus Batman. It was just one just Superman. One. There was just one? Man of Steel is a phone. Yeah, in this universe, yeah, only one. I mean, they had the, the other Supermans, but... See, I thought that there was two Superman movies with that guy. I know they're going to have a second Superman, but... Well, okay, so you had one Superman movie where you introduced mm-hmm. him. You had Batman versus Superman where you introduced Ben Affleck Batman. Um, and, you know, you, you just, you're just you not giving him much, you know, that really didn't give a... That didn't even really 
show what drove Batman. You know what? Yeah. Created him. Yeah. You know this Ben Affleck Batman. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, mm. it could surprise me, but I doubt. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Baby Driver and watched it last night, and I had high hopes for this movie, and I absolutely love this movie. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything because I want you guys to watch it. But the th- big thing is, you know, music is a big thing in this movie because main character always listens to music because yeah. he, he's in a wreck when he was a kid or something. And they talked about they choreographed each scene. Well, not every scene, but a lot of scenes to specific songs. So you can tell as they're just walking along, or if it's a fight scene, you know, the gunshots come on different parts of the song, and it, it was just a very enjoyable. And unique movie and so how would you uh, so looking at it from not a plot point but mm. like editing and artistic po- point of view you're saying it's very strong and that oh, yeah. it has a very defined style yeah yeah and it carries it carries it through the whole way mm-hmm. okay well then that's I mean, as long as they don't do it like kind of a cliched thing at one point or another. No, you no. Know what I mean, the music is is very heavy the whole way through. I mean, the I'm movie. gonna bring up a movie, and this movie probably has no, um, shouldn't be brought up for referencing this at all. But mm. the Doom movie, mm. they always hyped it because it was gonna have this first person scene or be, be yeah. shot in first person and stuff. But then it ended up just being a little bit. That was shot in first person. Yeah. And it really, um, you know, it really didn't do anything as far as that goes. It was kind of, you know. No, this didn't This didn't feel cliche to me at all. Okay. I thought That's it was very well done. And then had great, I mean, Kevin Spacey and Jamie Foxx were I know that had very a strong good. cast, you yeah. know. I mean, I know it had a strong cast, so I'll probably rent that and watch it. The only the only negative. Ah, uh, don't even. Oh, don't, you don't want me to say. No, that. I don't want to hear the negative. Okay. Not until I watch it. You, okay, you've it was got a... it. You've got me on the hype train. Okay. <laughs> don't get me off the hype train, Nick. We'll we'll talk about it once you watch it. Yeah, we'll talk about it next. And it episode. wasn't anything big, but. Well, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, Adidas is fighting uh, a trademark request followed by Turner for the E League logo, and basically the E League logo is like three stripes sideways in the form of an E. Uh, Adidas claims that the esports industry is, quote, within the natural zone of expansion of, of Adidas's business and that the e- E-League logo will damage the Adidas brand authenticity. Um, Adidas, Adidas also claims itself as the brand with three stripes, so I guess if you have three stripes in your logo, you can't, you're out. You're out. Oh, stripes are stripes. <laughs> stripes. Ah. Three stripes and you're out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, the, the trademark office only takes issue with similar logos if they're likely to cause confusion. So that's where they're gonna which I don't I don't see it at all. Oh, but. it's like there was a dispute between Pandora and PayPal. Because Pandora switched oh, yeah. their icon over to just a P and it looked very similar to the PayPal P. Mm. Um and it and I don't know whatever I don't think anything ever came of it because Pandora hasn't changed it yet, so right. But uh, no, I don't imagine anything will come of this. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I got South Park, mm. the fractured butthole, mm-hmm. um, Tuesday. I was on the fence about it, and then whenever I heard that they were really spoofing the superhero thing, and that was kind of the big drive, and I knew that was part of it, but 
I don't, for some reason I thought, you know what, I'm gonna buy it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I bought it, and and I've, I mean, I played the Stick of Truth, but I played it on PC, and I I probably didn't give it the all I should have. And and uh, I'll tell you what, the uh, the game plays just like you're watching the show. I mean, I mean, just like it. I mean, graphically, they they couldn't have had a better transition from one form to the other. It's identical. Yeah, I mean, you are playing the show i mean so and that's goes to one of those things where they've embraced the art style of the show and they're able to do that to right. the game which is awesome yeah um the content oh i've I, i've never laughed so hard playing a game <laughs> just i know they push the envelope on some stuff but it's also funny because like i was i was doing this one fight and i was fighting these redneck truckers and they pull up in their old pickup truck and it's rusted and muddy and and they park it well it's in the battlefield and so at one point i, I used an attack that had knockback and i knocked the enemy into the truck and he fell down <laughs> and he died from the blow from fall and i just thought that was so damn funny because yeah. it just i mean and it looked so good i mean like i said the art style it just it flowed so, and i was just laughing i'm like oh my god that is too funny <laughs> like i didn't even think of the knockback of him hitting the truck but that it was a lucky coincidence that he hit the truck and died. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. You know, and it, it's not like he hits the truck and it, I mean, he doink, and yeah. you know, he hits it, you know, it makes a noise like he hit the truck. And um, I don't know, I'd say I've probably put about eight, eight hours into it in the past, between the past two nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really look forward to playing it again tonight. But I, I, I mean, if, if you, Appreciate the humor and South Park, and and um, are an RPG fan because it, it does the RPG elements are pretty cool. It's it's reminiscent of old school RPGs. It's not overly complicated. Mm-hmm. It's got kind of a good turn based system, and and then you, there's modifiers to it, and uh, and you're able to experiment with changing classes and stuff, which is also awesome because you're not locked into anything. You can kind of yeah. and it, and it's funny because they incorporate everything so well into the into the gameplay and into the story because it's like changing your character class doesn't feel it feels like it's like you're you're supposed to do it it's almost encouraged because the way it's handled Mm. um you talk to cartman and he says oh so you want to talk about your your backstory and so then you know and it starts this dialogue and then it's then you get to choose you know which kind of class you want to do again, and mm-hmm. um, so far, I mean, like I said, if you're an RPG fan, I'd recommend it. If you um, have, you know, find South Park funny, I would, I would recommend it. Um, if you, I, if you watch the show, if you watch South Park, if you're a fan of the show, I definitely recommend it yeah. because you'll appreciate all the content and the humor, um, and I think it's, it's a it's done a hell of a job in merging the two, you know, forms of TV and game and really into a successful, you know, yeah, uh, successful game. So. Is there any, uh, like, lead-off from Stick of Truth? Or is it... Is yes. Is there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's And, I mean, it, it. it's so... It's done so good. It's just... It's... it's I mean, I, I've played games before, but I mean, I guess I guess it's just the mixture of the two, the the, the content, mm. 
into the into the forms that they're able to do it so well and and even in the story i mean it they, it actually starts at the end of the stick of truth oh, okay and i don't want to give too much away but it just the, the flow of it it's just amazing it's just, but there's no like you won't be lost if you haven't played stick of truth no okay you won't you you'll you'll get the tie-in mm. and if you played the stick of truth you'll appreciate it if you didn't You'll still appreciate it because it makes sense. I mean, right. it doesn't. It doesn't doesn't say, "Oh, at the end of this, it's it works. It's coherent." Okay. So, cool. um, just really good. Um, it's just was surprising, and you know, I could see myself investing a lot of time into this game because there's a huge amount of customization. Like I said, change your roles, and and right now I've unlocked uh, a, a main class and a subclass, and you can mix and match those however you want. And like I said, they give you so much freedom. Um, and as an RPG, it's r really kind of refreshing because you usually don't get that. You're usually mm -hmm. kind of locked in one right. way or another. And this really just lets you do what you want to do with no repercussions. You know what I mean? You're mm -hmm. not going to invest in something and then not get to use it. Um, costumes are purely cosmetic. They have no stats. They've turned that into something else. So... Even if you change your class, you still and have good gear. That good gear will still work with the new class. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. it's it's really well thought out, and I think the delays didn't do anything to hurt it. I really think that if they were tweaking the stuff that they were, then it worked out in the end because it's like I said, it's really good. Nice. All right, next we're gonna we're gonna play another round of the knockoff game. <sighs> knockoff game. We really need to get some theme music or something to play in there. <laughs> yeah, some, knock <laughs> some knockoff music. Yeah. Well, we, we could get some... I don't know. Uh, don't, something is I can't look at the paper. I gotta no. look over this way. And and Mike can help you out over on the side. If is, it like, if, is it like phone a friend? Or is it like it's, ask the audience? All the... It's both. Or what, what's the <laughs> other one? Uh, or the 50-50. Yeah. Well, it's already oh, good. I'll use the fifty-fifty. <laughs> That's why we use that on the first one. Okay, the first one. It's a handheld console called the NE Double Games. It's a knockoff of the Nintendo DS. So the NE DG are Double Games instead of the Nintendo DS. Oh, and just a reminder to the audience: uh, if, if he gets five out of ten. He gets the special uh, surprise prize. Surprise. 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 I'm going to say that it's real. Correct. And I'll pull up. Starting the, off strong. I like I'll, it. I'll pull up uh, a picture of the. Don't go too far. I'm not. Don't go too far. I was going to say fake. So Ooh. Oh. Yeah, see. Uh, there it is. I'll pull that up for the. Any double games. Is that pounds or what currency is that? Uh, I don't know. Or is that euros? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Mm. Number two, the Akari Ten Thousand, a knockoff of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Obviously better because it's ten thousand. Well, see. The last time I commented on you going true, false, true, false, hmm. which you didn't, you kind of had a pattern, but you kind of didn't. So I don't know if you kept that in mind this time, 
So I don't think it sounds real, but for the sake of you not going in a pattern, I'm going to say it's true. True. That was false. Damn you and your patterns. I was going to say one day I'm trouble using Atari. <laughs> no, it was Akari. Akari. Oh, all right number three it is the game doggenstein a knockoff of wolfenstein doggenstein hmm. mike what are you feeling on this one i'm gonna say and I'll let you make the final decision. That's what... I was wrong on the last one. I know. I'm going to go with Mike on this one. False. That was false. I made that up. All right. So you're two for three. All right. <laughs> I can take the pass! <laughs> Number four. The Nintendo Polystation. It's a combination of a Nintendo and PlayStation console. The Nintendo Polystation. And it... Is Nintendo spelled the same way as it is in real life? Yes. Now, because you have this on this thing, I thought there was a, a collaboration at one point that was going to be Ninten between Nintendo and and PlayStation, hmm. but I don't think it was called the PlayStation. What do you think on that, Mike? What are your What are your feelings? I guess this, these are. So I've seen people where they make consoles that'll play both Xbox and. But they're kind of more homemade. They're not like. They're not sold. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say this is true. Correct. Oh, that's that's a Super Mario game. Uh, there it is, a Nintendo PlayStation. Digital stereo. Digital stereo. <laughs> Built-in programs, and even as like a. And it, a, it's, is it made by Namco? It says Namco. Oh, man. <laughs> and it has, like, a PlayStation-type logo, but it says PlayStation. And it has the Nintendo sort of logo. Yeah, and it has, like, a console and a controller well, and a gun. The console looks like the PlayStation one. Yeah. The, the controller does, too, but the gun looks like a 9. A real gun. Yeah. Put it in Luger 9mm, included with every console. So have you gotten three so far? Yeah, I'm on wow. fire. Look out. My price is as good as mine. <laughs> I just jinxed myself. <laughs> Number five. Block Construction Simulator. It's a knockoff of Minecraft, but it's a block construction simulator. Oh, I I say true on that because that doesn't surprise me that it they would have something like that. I made that up. Faster. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> Rotten. So we you would have you would have said no. I would have said no. Really? Uh, so we have five left. You get, you get two of the next five. Uh, number six is the Mini Polystation Three, a knockoff of the PS3. Well, if I only have to get two, I'm gonna say true to all of them. I have to at least mm, get two. Hey, true. That's true. All right. That's not a bad strategy. <laughs> Here's like a Grand Theft Auto game I didn't put in because I'm not. Sounds like the same company, Namco. <laughs> uh, game Theory Admiral, which I didn't put in because some of these I'm kind of look kind of fake. But um, whoa, whoa, scroll back up. Scroll back up. Rapid. Rapid reload. Metal Slug Two <laughs> Rapid Reload. It has Cloud Strife with Barrett's hand on him. Nice and Red Thirteen in the background. Wow! Wow! No shame in that game. 
Sonic Adventure 8. I didn't even remember. See, I think that could have been real. That's that's what I was saying. Some I mean, that would have been real like, on a real level, not on a <laughs> yeah. real fake level. There it is, the mini Poly Station 3. It's, What's it that? Like, it's like a this built-in display. This is soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean with with the Adidas story. Like, where are all the trademark regulations here? Like, well, no one's gonna go after them because it's a third world country. That's true. You, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. All right. And you can't squeeze a blood for a rock. You know. God only knows how. That's probably made out of styrofoam and recycled Coke cans. You know. You might open up that lid and it says Domino's on the inside. Right? <laughs> One chip inside. Yeah, and it, it might be a tortilla. Oh. <laughs> tortilla. And not even a Tostitos either. Uh, <laughs> Where is my nacho pork? Oh. All right, you're looking pretty good. I feel pretty good. <laughs> Number seven, Ultra Dario, a knockoff of Super Mario. Oh, I Ultra see, that's Dario. True. I like Dario. I'm going to say true. That's true. All right, I win. You win. Game Ultra, over. Ultra Dario. I like Dario. Look at him. What's not the love? I like him better than Mario. Yeah, win. Look at Dario. He's a hell of a guy. He has like a beard, though. And he doesn't have a hat. He's old. Yeah. That's, He's that's, like the homeless version of Mario. That's Mario's dad. Ultra <laughs> Dario. <laughs> and the drunk bum. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid mushroom. <laughs> he just wobbled around. Yeah, the screen. no jump button. <laughs> he can't jump. <laughs> he just falls over. All right, let's go. All right, well, yeah, for fun, we'll just do the rest. The bonus round. All right. Number eight, Space Ring. It's a knockoff of Halo. Space Ring. I'm going to say that's game. false. That's false. You, you didn't give enough you, you zing. Oh, uh, I'm slacking off. Like, uh... Space ring. Yeah. Space ring. <laughs> then, yeah, it's like, the, it's like the space balls version of Halo. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Helmet, you get Master Chef instead of Master, Master Chef. Chef. Well, that's a knockoff of another show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number nine. Dreamcast. It's a knockoff of the Dreamcast. What is it? Dreamcast. Dream. Dream. Dreamcast. That's stupid enough. I think that's true. <laughs> that's true. There it is. Oh, man. <laughs> Dreamcast. Bastards. The Dreamcast was probably one of the best underrated consoles no one ever played. Yeah, I never played it. Oh, it was, it was hmm. really good. I, I'm sad that that's what Sega went out on because that had... A lot of strong games. I mean, and I'm talking a lot of strong games. They had um, Shenmue, which was an awesome game. They had um, Skies of Arcadia, which was an awesome game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they brought out Skies of Arcadia, I think, for the Nintendo. Well, that was a wise Sega move. Sega Genesis, <laughs> and that was huge. And then what happened between... That was... Was this a successor to Dream? No. There was the Sega Saturn... Was oh, this a success and successor to the Saturn? <laughs> I think. That's a, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Alright, let's go number 10. Number 10. False. The game is Sir Eats a Lot. It's a knockoff of Pac Man. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say, <laughs> Mike, sit right there. Oh, it's false. That's false. <laughs> Sir eats a lot. Sir eats a lot. All right, All right. Get the prize. I'll go get the prize. Hold on. I'm a winner. I've been waiting to give this to you. All right. It's like Vanna White. You're gonna get. You're gonna. Yeah, we'll reveal it. Na 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 na. Here, wait. Let me. Uh... Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I see part of it. Oh, I see the back of it. Uh... Click. Uh, press on full screen. The stream scene right there. We'll do it. What? Yeah, right there. Stream at the top. Oh, all right. All right. And your prize. If it's a Justice League head, I'm gonna be really upset. A cutout of Batfleck. Oh, shit! Yeah. How did I know? <laughs> Damn it. Good thing he's got a hole right there, because I will be stabbing him with a knife on, yeah, on a nightly basis. There you go. You can put that up in your room. Oh, Batman. <laughs> I'm going to put this up in the pisser. It's like a aim at his face. Take that, Affleck. I'm going to piss on your face. Wow. I wish I would have lost. <laughs> Can I go back and change my answers? <laughs> uh, uh, nope. It's yours now. Damn it. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. Thanks for watching or listening. Uh, if you want to catch our other our other stuff, you can check our YouTube channel or SoundCloud if you just want to listen to it on the go. And uh, this is Nick and uh, Batfleck. I'm Batman. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Where's Aquaman? He's my buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> I need Aquaman. I need him dehydrated. I need a drink of salt water. Ben Fleck. <laughs> we'll see you next time.